we have focused on our hearts in the last few khutab uh, and we said how important it is for us to um, take account of what is going on in this heart because this is the leader of the limbs and it is actually where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks into and Allah rewards in accordance to the purity of the heart and so all of these uh, um, beloved qualities that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants the believer to have such as love for Allah you know uh, dislike for Allah hope uh, fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerity of intention uh, which is humbleness all of these qualities are found inside the heart they are not physical actions that you do with your limbs but rather they are actions of the heart and ulama say that the actions of the heart actually are uh, weightier in the scales on the day of Qiyamah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards much more on these and so focusing on our hearts is very important uh, we should uh, not judge ourselves with the lens of the world right you know our education our social st status our wealth uh, our job um, you know our family lives all of that does not matter in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if we judge ourselves by that then we are going to miss out on what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is focused on and according to the hadith of Rasulullah that we uh, um, uh, looked into uh, Rasulullah said Allah looks at your hearts first then he looks at your actions and so we said that uh, you have a healthy heart uh, and a, a pure heart and then you have a dead heart and then you have a sick heart and most of us uh, except those uh, whom are uh, protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we will have uh, some type of sicknesses um, that will come and go heart ailments that will come and go uh, but the idea is to have some recognition that if I find this in my heart if I find my heart to be in a state I realize that there is something wrong with it and then I take the antidote to that poison that has entered my heart and so we look at certain <coughs> things or certain uh, um, behaviors or characteristics that if you find it in your heart and, and you have to be honest with yourself because nobody is judging you nobody knows what's inside your heart you have to sit with yourself and contemplate and think do I have uh, some of these things and if I do then my heart is sick and I have to cleanse it and I have to rectify it right um, and so um, the first one is hypocrisy and we don't mean the hypocrisy that you know that you claim that you are Muslim but inside your heart you are kafir but rather claiming righteousness when you are not so righteous and so nifaq and hypocrisy is displaying what is not within yourself Sahaba are described when uh, Abu Bakr anhu, at the time of his death he asked about Umar and they said that we know and we believe that his inside his heart is better than what he displays in actions this is the state of the believer because the believer is he's limited right you are limited you have only so much energy only so much knowledge only so much uh, uh, ability only so much wealth and so there's only so much that you can carry out but your heart says otherwise 
And the heart says, Ya Allah, if I had the energy, I would do this and do that and deal with all of the problems of the world. And I will donate in all the different avenues that are pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I'll go out in the path of Allah azza And I will seek knowledge and I will be helpful to the poor and needy and those who are uh, struggling in life and so on and so forth. Right? But nifaq is the opposite. Nifaq is that you display righteousness. Like a poet said, uh, that you describe righteousness as if you are righteous <laughs> you know like myself we describe righteousness this is taqwa this is sabr this is and people think oh this this person if he's talking about it he must have it in his life but the reality is that the scent of sins is coming out from our clothes right? so nifaq is one and if you find that if you find that I am doing I have hypocrisy and the sign of hypocrisy is what is to come next riya riya ostentation showing off you're not doing it for Allah you're doing it for people so people say this is number one this person is good this person is righteous And it's sad because you actually don't gain anything but the praise of people. And the praise of people does not benefit you in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. People can praise you and say, MashaAllah, look how pious and righteous he is. And you get happy, right? The nerf starts to <laughs> dance around. But the reality is, if everybody came on the day of Qiyamah and said, Ya Allah, this person was righteous, Allah knows what is in your heart. And so if if we find this hypocrisy and if we find this riya ostentation in our heart, we want people to know how good we are. We want people to know of our good doings, our good actions, uh, and how benevolent we are, and how kind we are, and how generous we are, and how courageous we are, and how honest we are. Then there is a problem with our heart. Also doubt, if you find yourself doubting, doubting Allah, doubting what Rasulullah says, the promise of Allah, the promise of Rasulullah the prophecies of Rasulullah if you have any doubt about these things, then your heart is sick. You have to attend to it. Because the heart of the believer has no doubt in relation to what is revealed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what is relayed to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa No doubt. They believe in the unseen. They establish prayer. And they spend from that which we have given them. They believe on in what has been revealed to you. This is our problem. We have ya'lamun. We know about akhirah. Because we read it. And we heard about it and we discussed it. The believer is yuqinun, certainty. Certainty means there is no doubt. There remains no doubt. One of the Sahaba said, We sat with Rasulullah and spoke about paradise, hellfire, paradise, hellfire, paradise, hellfire. If Allah was to remove the veil and we witnessed paradise and hellfire, it would not change the state of our heart. A hundred percent certainty. 
And so if I find myself doubting, sometimes I hear a hadith of Rasulullah and I say, how can that be? Your measure is wrong because your heart has disease. It is sick. And so it is not able to, to, to understand and benefit from the light of guidance. This is the third. Number four, suspicion. Suspicion of others. So considering oneself to be good and considering everybody to be bad. Somebody makes salam. Oh, okay. So this person is looking for something. Gives you a smile. Somebody calls you. Oh, they're expecting something. They want to get something from me. Right? Suspicion. Considering others to be, to have evil intentions towards you. This is a sign that your heart is sick. Because the believer is expected to always think well of people. Even when you see, you see certain things that are not in their place, you say, Allah Alam, I do not know. We, we think this person is good. They are a believer, they have Iman, they offer Salah, we know him as somebody that's upstanding. And so not to suspect people, not to be suspicious of people. And actually you have to wrestle with yourself. At times it comes, you know, it's the, you know, the, it is part of the human being to make judgment because of our experiences. You've dealt with so many people in the past and then somebody comes and starts to ask you in that same manner and you pass a judgment. But the true believer is the one who stops himself or herself and says, is this true? How can I make that claim? How can I make that claim? How can I suspect somebody? Rasulullah Usama radiallahu ta'ala anhu was in, 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 in battle and uh, he was fighting with an opponent. He raised his hand when that opponent was certain that he was going to die. He said, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan abdul rasul. And so Usama radiallahu anhu said, oh, this person is just, you know, running away from death. And made the judgment and slayed him. When Rasulullah was informed of this, he became very angry. Very angry. And he said, Ya Usama, what will you do with La ilaha illallah if it comes as an opponent against you on the day of Qiyamah? He said, Ya Rasulullah, he said it out of fear of death. Rasulullah said, did you open up his heart to know that? Suspicion. Ill intention towards others. We are commanded to deal with people in accordance to what we see, what they say, what they do. If that is good, you say this is good. If that is bad, that is bad. I'm not saying that you should not think ill of a person who's, you know, carrying a weapon and coming towards you and say, no, no, maybe this brother is nice, he's just defending me, right? But if there isn't a reason to suspect a person, then why suspect them? It means there is something wrong with your heart. Because the ghayb is only known to Allah. And there is a possibility that you might be right in your suspicion. But Allah says, Avoid suspicion, thinking ill of others. At times you will be wrong. Sometimes you will be right, but Allah doesn't praise you for that. Because you are just guessing. You have no, uh, uh, no access to people's hearts. And so, uh, suspicion. Hasad and ghira or ghayra, 
jealousy and envy right when you see somebody enjoying something a blessing of Allah and it hurts you something wrong with you you don't believe in Allah because it is Allah who decided the rizq and provision and what people will get or perhaps it doesn't hurt you that somebody else has something but it hurts you that you don't have it again there is a weakness of iman Allah is just and he has destined for every person what they are entitled to and nobody can change that and so when you have this ill feeling it's not directed to that person it's actually directed to Allah because your heart is sick your heart has not understood Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your heart has not believed completely in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if it had then you would be pleased for that person and you say ya Allah give me the same but no ill feeling I want the same I want even better no problem ask of Allah that ya Allah you've blessed this person with a child I want 10 alhamdulillah you've given this person a million I want 10 nothing wrong with that but it is when jealousy and envy that is disliked in Sharia is when you are hurt by somebody's well-being or somebody's blessing it hurts you and the worst of it is when you don't even want it yourself it doesn't interest you just the fact that you see somebody as happy makes you <laughs> makes you sad okay Hasad Rasulullah said it eats away Hasanat your, your good deeds the way fire eats away at wood and so you can have salah and psalm and hajj and all of this but if you have hasad in you then that is a sickness that will destroy all the good deeds that you are doing kibr kibr is considering yourself to be pride considering yourself to be better than others and yet sometimes shaitan will come and say look how great you are better than this so and so and uh, fulan and fulan but you have to stop yourself there and the true believer says no actually how am I better Allah knows who is better and I'm not competing with anyone I'm getting close to Allah I'm not competing who's better who's not better that is known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala my job is to do the best I can right so considering others to be lower than you and especially if you consider them to be lower than you for religious reasons you know you come across somebody that you know doesn't pray and you look down on them because they don't pray who gave you the ability to pray you have misunderstood the whole matter it is Allah who allows you to pray and Allah who doesn't allow him to pray and one day Allah will allow him to pray and will not allow you to pray any longer what you think that you have acquired it yourself you are not deserving of anything we are not deserving of anything we don't deserve anything and often people say this and people will say this to you oh you don't you don't you don't deserve this you know you're going through a trial or something difficult honestly you know brother you know I love you for the sake of Allah you really don't deserve this what do you know you didn't create him and so this is a false statement nobody deserves anything Allah gives through his mercy and generosity And so if that is the case, then how can you consider yourself to be better because of an action or another? When you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can grant paradise only for la ilaha illallah. That's it. 
Allah can forgive all sins. A person comes with 99 records of sin and they are presented to Allah and Allah says, give him paradise. He said, la ilaha illallah. At in some point of his life with sincerity and for that I will forgive him. A woman that was selling herself, her body and her honor is forgiven for a drink of water given to. And so in that society, how do you think that society thought of that woman? Uh, the woman that was in, in the time of Bani Israel, that was a, a, you know, a zaniya, a prostitute. What do you think people thought of her? What do you think the righteous people thought of her? You know, those who consider themselves righteous, that have sickness in their heart. What do you think they thought of her? But look at how Allah elevated her for a single action that came from what? A pure heart. A heart that, you know, enjoyed a moment of purity and selflessness and sacrifice for the sake of Allah So kibr is a major sickness of the heart. Anybody who has kibr does not enter paradise. Rasulullah said. Also, a sign of kibr is making fun of others. And this is for more my generation and younger generations. We are in the habit of just making fun of people. The way they look, the way they dress, the way their head is, the way they talk, the way they don't talk, the way they move, anything we want to make fun of it. There is something wrong with you because Allah did not send you as a judge over people. You know, you are responsible for yourself. How do you have time to make fun of somebody else's hair and somebody else's clothes and somebody else's behavior and somebody else's speech? How do you have time for that? You should consider, uh, concern yourself with yourself. Alaykum anfusakum, Allah says. Concern yourselves with yourselves. And so if you don't find that, if you're extending your sight to other people and thinking about what other people are doing and making a judgment of, uh, on, on their actions and uh, uh, making fun of their actions, then there's something wrong with, it, with yourself. Or you don't consider yourself better than people, but you, sell, you still consider yourself to be great. I'm something. Everybody else is good, but I'm also good. And so this is known as ijab, ujb. And this is also a sickness of the heart. Because the true believer always doubts himself and always thinks good of people. He doubts himself. Maybe I have not done it with the right intention. Maybe there was something wrong with uh, my niyyah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not accept my, my action. And even when I know that I have done the right niyyah, the correct niyyah, the action to the best of my ability, maybe Allah will not accept it. Maybe it's not good enough. And so when you have this thought pattern, what happens is it, it, not in a negative way where it puts you down, you know what, forget it, I'm, I'm just going to give up. No, in a positive way, you are telling yourself that in order to uh, 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 be better the next time, right, and progress. And so you are telling yourself and doubting yourself in order to progress. If you find that your doubting of yourself is hindering your progress and is saying, oh, th then you've got to stop it. Then you're going to think, Alhamdulillah, you know, at least I'm a believer. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is having the right balance. And so when you're feeling low already, don't tell yourself, you're munafiq, you're going to hellfire because <laughs> you're just going to give up. No, when you feel low, 
Then you say, no, Alhamdulillah, I am a believer. Allah gave me Iman. He selected me out of, you know, billions of people. He gave me Iman, gave me Quran, put me in the Ummah of Rasulullah I am praying, I am doing fasting Ramadan, I am doing some good in my life, but I need to do more. Okay. But when you find yourself flying high, right? That, mashallah, you know, I think I'm very close to Sahaba's level. <laughs> right? That's when, you, that's when you put yourself down. Who do you think you are? You've, you've quickly forgotten the sins that you've committed in the past. The kaba'ir you committed in the past. You've forgotten how you closed doors and sin against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you knew and you thought that nobody else is watching you, and you were not ashamed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you. Okay, so it's having the right balance. It's not always negative. When you are on the rise, you need to bring yourself down. When you are low, you need to bring yourself up. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us understanding and to enlighten our hearts and enable us to see these sicknesses. We continue next week, bi ta'ala. Dua request for uh, a sister who is uh, a staff member in, in the masjid. She works in our masjid. Um, her brother, her name is Ruqayya, and her brother passed away uh, by the name of Bashir. So she requested dua from the congregation, inshallah. Please make dua for him.